Hi, welcome to the Sages Cabin podcast. I'm your host, Rox Madeira. So grab a cup of tea and come and join me in the Sages Cabin as we chat about everything from herbal gardening, herbal medicine, movement practices, wild food, postnatal and just general well-being. In today's podcast, I'm talking with India Ellen about her beautiful book, Honouring the Loss, published by Aeon Books. Her book is all about working with herbs and ritual to support abortion, and India will be offering workshops and one-to-ones around this very soon. To learn more about herbs, you can join the Herb Society UK, and I'll be in March doing an online plant spirit journey for their gathering. And if you'd like to support the making of this particular podcast and receive exclusive bonuses, please head over to my Patreon site, Wise Women Ways. You can also help by liking, rating, subscribing and sharing the podcast. Enjoy! being on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if you start with just introducing who you are and uh, what you're offering and about the book and how you found out, like how you started it, how you found the book. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, thanks for having me on and inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is India Ellen um, and I'm the author of the book, um, Honouring the Loss, A Holistic Guide to Healing with Ritual and Herbal Medicine After Abortion. Um, and I I call myself a lay herbalist. So I work with plants on a day-to-day basis and, and make my own remedies and, and treat people around me who would like to learn more about plants and herbs in that very kind of simple way. I feel quite passionate about just sharing the real basics of herbal medicine and empowering people to to learn more about the plants and how yeah how they're extraordinary teachers and are able to really support us in our modern life um and i um yeah i'm in women's circles and over the last 10 years of being in them and creating little ones um that's just a really important thread in my life that i wanted to bring into this book of the sense of how powerful they are as a container for women and how transformative they can be. Um, and I'm dreaming in over this winter of, of workshops to offer um, down in the Southwest, down on Dartmoor where I am at the moment, uh, for women to work with the elements in terms of healing their healing their loss and honouring their loss in a really beautiful way with herbal medicines and ritual. But yeah. I can talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, and how did I start with the book? Um, it was a very unexpected uh, path. I never intended to write a book. Um, and it began when I found a little book in the mountains in France where I was living, all about how to have an abortion with plants. Um, uh, this was about four or five years ago. 
and uh, I couldn't believe that this book existed and it was in the physical form and it was written by a group of uh, kind of a quite strong activist group of women in France who had found it, who'd found the book and wanted to uh, like bring it, bring it, um, republish it and illustrate it and share the information. Um, so I thought, okay, well, this is, this is really ancient knowledge and ancient wisdom. And I needed a project over the winter because I was living in a tiny cabin up in the mountains and there was lots of snow. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to translate it. And, uh, and at that point I hadn't gone through an abortion. So I was really working with this material and working with the plants and just learning about those old ways of working with them. And then and some months later, I ended up going through an abortion and I came back to the UK to go through it. Um, and that kind of project just completely stopped because I was in my own process of healing and just sort of, I needed to just give myself a lot of space um, to integrate the experience. And um, so I stopped that whole project for a year and went through a lot of other kind of life changes and then I um because there'd been this sort of serendipitous event where I'd um spoken to a teacher of mine about this book I'd found in France and she was talking to her publishers at the time and mentioned it and they were like oh we'd be really interested in publishing something and uh so I'd had this opportunity of being able to of writing about this this subject so after a year of kind of um year of like healing and working with what I'd, what had happened for me and also talking to other friends of mine who'd gone through one um around the same time and and how we'd all had similar experiences that we'd all gone through the the medical route and we'd felt that you know where was the support and the care afterwards and it was like you kind of dropped off a cliff which I think also relates to, to women who, who have children in that postpartum time. It's that like, you know, it's almost that's the most important period of time. And um, so I just started to to sort of weave together a, a kind of, yeah, like a, a story or not a story, but a, a um, like a, a book um, that was all about, how to support that time after in ways that you know supported me and supported all lots of women around me who've gone through um abortions um and that's how it began really so it was a really kind of it all came from a very sort of embodied experience um and where i really found the plants were a huge help and i you know i was lucky enough to have kind of knowledge on herbal medicine of how to support myself and and I think the work with ritual really began after I'd gone through it because I realized that there was this this sort of this sense of like you know it's a very physical process but it's also you know there's for me anyway there's that element of like letting go of a of a like a, a very sort of energetic soul essence and how to honor that and that's where ritual is really great at honoring the kind of invisible Yeah, and um, so when you talk about ritual, how 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 do you work with ritual? On a very sort of um, kind of intuitive 
level and and I suppose like the way the kind of really the first one that I did after my experience was I just wanted to have that bring in that kind of physical element of of kind of having you know I worked I work with my own blood which for some women might not be um they might not kind of resonate with that but I wanted to kind of work with the elements of bringing in like the earth and some of my my own blood and and just this sense of how to honor the like the the death that happened and you know there's always a new you know there's a new start there's always a seed after these experiences of like what's growing and what's changing um so it was just bringing in a, of like thinking about what did i you know what was my intention so i suppose that's the first element of a ritual is like what what's my intention and for me at that time it was how to um yeah how to honor the the death and the life and and so i kind of created like this this sort of almost like a like a sort of seed ball of the earth and my blood and a seed and i went and planted it out on the land with some flowers and and said some prayers and and blessed all of the elements and all the support that i'd had for this journey and it kind of created a really beautiful closure that was very important for me um and in terms of like ongoing ritual it's um and particularly like after ending a pregnancy you know it's it's how can you honor that time when your cycle comes back because that's also a really significant moment for women um and uh it can be so simple it can be just sort of lighting a candle to to celebrate that maybe that normal that's come back into your life um it, you know if if a woman is really connected to the moon it can be going out at night under the full moon and maybe like taking some mugwort with you i think mugwort is really key to this whole book um she's a very strong ally uh and burning it with the moon and just you know saying thank you and yeah offering gratitude to to the shifts that are happening in your in your life um yeah that yeah i give many ideas of, of what i could talk about it for a long time but it's 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 just sort of feeling where you know where are you comfortable at and what and and, and what do you want to transform really um and and that could be you know i wanting more peace or wanting to let go of some of the grief or it just sort of just trying to create a container amongst the busyness of life to just sit with what has happened in in a you know in the own time that, that is right for a woman and i guess there's so there's no like kind of yeah. time scale <laughs> on like when you can do this like you, mean, you could do it like straight afterwards or you could do it like you know i don't know 10 years later or something yeah totally yeah exactly it likes it it it's sort of a, it's irrelevant really it's like it doesn't matter and i think from that sort of perspective of 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 the soul and from what has happened you know if there is a if there's been a grief or a trauma around abortion it it can happen yeah 10 20 30 years later because there's that memory that's still there and that is still kind of almost calling to be um sat with and held and 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 um yeah I've kind of gently tended really um and also every woman will know when she's ready for it because it's sort of you know you go through it and you can feel quite raw and quite vulnerable after 
after ending a pregnancy. And so it might be like six months until there's a sort of, there's a strength again to be like, okay, I'm ready to to face it. Cause it takes, it takes a huge amount of courage, um, particularly in the society that we live in, that is so dismissive of it as a, as, as an experience. And also, you know, every woman will, you know, she might tell nobody or she might just tell like two or three people around her that she trusts. So to everyone else, you know, it hasn't happened. And it's only that woman that will, will know what has gone, what has is gone through and what, yeah, what she's gone through. So that's why it's really important that, that she can take, yeah, that time for herself when, when she, when it feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And would you, um, so the same thing for like miscarriage as well, because it's another one of those things mm-hmm. that we just kind of, just kind of gloss over in society, you know, she's like, oh yeah, whatever, we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> and then done. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I write about miscarriage, um, at, at the end of the book, exactly because it's, it's, you know, the body's going through the same process, even though the intention is very different and it's a, it's a, it's a delicate, it's very delicate to put both of them together because, um, you know, one is there is the intention to end a pregnancy and the other one is, is not at all. But there also, it's a very gray area of like, you know, has there been a woman who maybe didn't want to be pregnant, but didn't want to end it. And then there was a miscarriage. So it's like, it's, it, there's so many different sort of sides to, to it. And, and I think, yeah, I just wanted to, to offer the space, the space of this book to women who, have gone through that process. Um, I mean, there is a lot more resources out there for women who have gone through one, but it's, it's, um, yeah, still in that sense of like, okay, you know, this is a herb that can support heavy bleeding and this is a herb that can like really support the heart. Um, and yeah, the, these are rituals that can, that can really support, um, any woman that's gone through, through sort of, a, yeah, baby loss really. And I wonder, could you like speak more about the <laughs> speak more about the the herbs? Yeah, could you speak more about the herbs that you might uh, use, like the? Oh, I don't like using the word use, but um, that you would like work with to um, you know, to, to help in this process. Yeah, um, the I think that like I kind of separated it into three different sections so it's it's you know if, if someone comes you know if someone kind of decides that they they are, want to end the pregnancy um then there's sort of a whole set of herbs that that could support a woman in that time where where she's pregnant and might be feeling like significant morning sickness and you know the hormones are, are really changing um so I, I, yeah, I suggested of working with like ginger, like ginger is really great for, for any morning sickness and, and basil as well is great. And basil's got this wonderful sense of bringing kind of bringing vitality and strength to the body. Um, and also I think, you know, that it's such an emotional time. Um, so I feel like that the herbs can really support that, that sort of, yeah that sense where everyone you can be feel really frazzled and which might affect sleep so any kind of the real sort of soothers of the plant world so you know like the lime flowers like linden is great um 
is for sleep and just to kind of calm the nerves and Melissa, lemon balm um, and rose again, a bit like muggle. I think rose, rose can fit into every possible category for, for women around this time. Um, and chamomile and, um, and I talk about mugwort a bit in terms of before ending a pregnancy because, you know, it is an, it is an amenagogue. So not to take it in that way because I don't want to kind of broach that subject at all, but it's that working with the spirit of the plant, which I'm, which, you know, uh, resonates with me very strongly and, you might want to include mugwort um, in a herbal tea and just to sort of call on mugwort as an ally to pre- almost to prepare the womb for what is to happen. I think that's also a really important thing of just sort of really communicating with the body about what is going to happen and, and which will alleviate some element of the kind of shock and trauma after. Um, and then in terms of kind of just going through one, um yeah bringing rose again for 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 the grief and 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 any trauma that is connected to it um and to have kind of like have some um you know kind of astringents on hand so kind of shepherd's purse which i know women um might be taking after in postpartum time but it's just also to be aware of like what constitutes as heavy bleeding and what is just a normal you know the body's just letting go and it also depends on what type of abortion women's had um and then um so yeah just working with that kind of like uh that process of like caring for the heart and just particularly the hormones and and you know, something that helped me was taking agnes castus taking the vitex uh pretty much straight after and just to bring back the kind of regularity of my of my period and that yeah i found that hugely helpful um and then again if you know if women's found this decided to kind of work with her experience 10 years later um it would just be like you know just kind of really feeling into what is coming up and and you know is there is there a real sadness is there anger and then kind of choosing that you know looking at the herbs and think what what of those herbs can can help me in this time um again hawthorn is so supportive for the heart um uh rosemary as well for that sense of like loss of like fire and vitality um but i think yeah everyone has their like their kind of allies and their favorites there are so many others um and also licorice licorice is is really supported particularly if it's that sort of feeling very stressed and very anxious and 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 licorice is such a great soother yeah um so you also talk about like nutrition and things in and like food that you could use and is that kind of like food that you kind of to build you up and nourish you that kind of thing yeah the the, um yes exactly it's it's to to nourish the body and regain the strength um and I think just sort of having ways to to sort of ways on hand that you think, okay, so this has just happened, and because it was a medical procedure, this cannot it can often be quite disempowering, even though it's been a choice. 
And so knowing that maybe it's springtime and you think, okay, there's lots of nettles out there and nettles are so um, supportive for blood um, with all the minerals and the nutrients and regaining regaining the the, the strength again in the body. Um, so it's just having a few kind of ideas of 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 what to to um, what to do in those in that time afterwards in those like weeks or months, um, and again like you know chocolate and working with 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 uh, yeah bringing bringing in chocolate which maybe is probably not a problem for for many women, um, but particularly like high quality high quality cacao is has many benefits for for women and. And that, yeah, just that real sense of, yeah, bringing in the sort of self-care practices um, just to do something that that is supporting yourself amidst life that is, you know, for most women, life just carries on, whether they go back to work or, you know, they're mothering or it's just continuing. But to have those just can be little fragments over time. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's really, that's really important. So, yeah, I talk about this like a nettle and miso soup that's very nourishing and um and i love baking and one cake that i i often cook um particularly around my period is a chocolate and beetroot cake because the beetroot is again is is such a um is so great for our blood as women um so yeah those those kind of those that sense of of working with food as medicine which which ultimately it is and um yeah, it's just that, and, and that sense of of yeah, what can I do to help myself and um yeah, in whatever way is right for a woman, um what she resonates with as well. And I was just I was really interested just in one of the chapters that's talking about like body movement and voice. Mm. Do you think you could talk a bit more about that? Yeah. Um yeah, I just wanted to give so many different suggestions um, for for women to work through their experience. Um, and I think because abortion is such an embodied process and how particularly how uh, when there's been like a significant moment, maybe a traumatic moment, that memory can become kind of quite trapped within our body. And maybe it's like particularly working, you know, with our wounds, it can become stored if we aren't able to release it um so it's that so it's yeah bringing or like opening that door of possibility that 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 maybe you know through intention through like dancing you could like release some of that and just so it's just to just to move the energy it's so that it doesn't become stuck um and that could even just be going for a really kind of like brisk walk or it could be going for a run um and then, yeah, I talk about yoga um, practices. Uh, a friend of mine is a yoga teacher in um, in New York. Uh, she's called Heather Sanderson, and she um, really kindly, yeah, uh, sort of created like five different, very much like yin restorative postures for uh, for a woman who's gone through one and just wants to take some time to yeah just to sort of get the energy flowing again but in a very gentle way so if yeah if there's a resonance with yoga then that would be a really great idea to to do that and um and then with the voice you know there's that how the like how our voices are connected to our vaginas and our wombs and that sort of sense of expression and when's one blocked often the other is blocked and 
yeah I, I that like how can how can we release that and um also because around abortion there's you know there 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 might be some real rage and is that towards sort of oneself or someone else or in the anger and how can that be expressed in a safe way um and so it's it's yeah again i think like if you're able to go and stand on top of a hill and it's windy and you can just like <laughs> like let what what is there out then like wonderful um or it might just be a conversation it doesn't have to be kind of like you know like really screaming to the wind it can just be oh i feel like i need to have a conversation with my partner for example or i really need to share my experience with a dear friend about this so it's it's just being conscious that there could be an impact on uh yeah on that kind of the, the voice after going through an abortion because of because again like we're living in a in a society that represses it that doesn't you know that talks about it in a very negative way so it's like all these influences are affecting us all the time so it's constantly like how can we create a new a new path for it to then um to show future generations that it's not a sin it's something that women have been going through for millennia and how can we um yeah how can we take care of ourselves yeah i was just thinking when you were saying that that you there, you don't really often have like a kind of a time that you cannot necessarily talk about this kind of thing you know it's like you, you've kind of it's like okay you can talk about it at this point and then don't ever talk about it again <laughs> you know it's kind of but it doesn't mean just because you've spoken about it that it's you know obviously gone from your body and your memory and your thoughts yeah exactly and 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 yeah the the i think as it like if you, you know if you're a friend or you're a really close family member of someone who's gone through one um it's like with with you know with death really and how in the society we approach death and i think very slowly we're getting better at it but it's still quite a taboo um and and there's so much shame around it and fear ultimately of talking about it and bringing it up and abortion is this is the same um and so yeah if you're a family member or a friend and and just the sort of it can be so helpful just to check in with that person who you love who has gone through it like a year or two years later and just say how are you feeling about it because it's an experience that never leaves you it's always there um and and particularly around that time of like uh of the kind of crucial anniversaries whether it's like the time that you went through it or it's the time that you know woman calculated that was going to be around the time that the, you know if she kept the baby would be born and i think those two uh those two times um are very significant for some women and of course there are always women who've refused and just to choose not to acknowledge it which is you know completely fine and that's that's their path um but for those that yeah that that would like to kind of honor it as a you know it was a pregnancy it was a there was a conception something happened um having those moments and maybe sharing them with with those that know about it and saying like oh, this is the time that I went through it and I'm feeling a bit fragile and, and I'm feeling like I need a hug or you know can someone make me a cup of tea um that's yeah 
that's 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 great and that's that's the momentous moment that that's you know even being spoken about yeah that was really kind of my final question was like if you had suggestions of how you could support somebody mm. um, to, to help them and and yeah 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 um I suppose the first thing is would just be listening, listening to them um, and offering a compassionate, non-judgmental space for them to share their experience. And and if that's all the support that can, if that's all that can happen, then that in itself can be very healing. Um, just to know that 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 person has a has a has someone who's completely on their side. Um, and then if, you know, if that person, you know, if that woman is, is, you know, might feel like, uh, connected to the herbs, you could say, Oh, like, I'll make you a, a bath with flowers in. And it can be become sort of how to create something that's like very beautiful and nourishing and healing. Um, and just to sort of, yeah, have, have different tools that could be say, I'll, I'll run you a bath or here's, here's a, here's a pack of herbal tea. Um, if you don't want to drink it, you can put it into a pot and put your feet in it and sit there where you watch telly like that's great. Or you want to do a meditation and, and, and just have those herbs there. And, um, and another really beautiful gift is, is, oil, is, is some oil. So like, uh, I suggest ways of making a herbal oil, particularly for the womb. So, kind of yeah if your friend thinks oh i want to like make something for her um it can even have like just you know work with some like the really supportive essential oils you know, like geranium and bergamot and rose in an oil and and so you know if you're as a woman who's gone through it and you're just being gifted something that's going to help and remind you to just to like care and support your body then that is really beautiful um, and just a lovely gesture, really. Um, and and also having that invitation to say, you know, if you ever want to talk about it, I'm here. Um, um, yeah, and 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 also, again, if it's like, you know, it's something that you're interested in doing, saying, oh, I will hold space for you and we can create a very small ritual together if you want to write, you know, if one wants to write a letter, to the little being that's gone you know i can support you in that or if you want to go and maybe like plant a seed in a pot and and that's also a really beautiful way that friends can support each other in 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 holding space for that um you know and i think you know i i the reason i wrote the chapter for any kind of men and partners and husbands which maybe is controversial to bring them in but i think you know of course that might not be suitable in, in in some cases but i think there are many men who feel at loss of how to support their their partners through this time and um and they are also in their own process of grieving and and um yeah working through as they might be working through a real sense of sadness and how can they how can they support their partner if if they're in a relationship um uh i think is also a really important um thing to acknowledge yeah yeah i agree it's quite i mean i guess it's even harder for men sometimes to not always but like for to 
express how they're feeling or or to to say that they're 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 grieving because it's not them that's you know going through it I mean they are going through it but you know what I mean like that <laughs> yes exactly and when a woman you know she's like full of hormones and and yeah. and and hasn't got time or hasn't got the space and energy to even think like to think about like how to support their partner it's like you know this is such a a process where you're just trying to survive and get through it yourself um so it's yeah I, I you know I just hope that maybe it's like you know if a woman has the book and it's just gently passed to their, <laughs> their partner saying you could read this and that there might be some tips and and I include herbs if that feels right for them and um um and ways yeah ways to support that because yeah to open up a conversation um and also just to to trust that their partner is in her own process and you know that will change in the right time you know that will move through as she moves through that yeah i love this it just sounds like you've got there's just so many ideas and things that you've got which is nice yeah that's great it sounds very kind of um sort of soothing and supporting and quite kind of gentle which is which is nice which i think yeah i get the feeling that you know that's what you would want at this time um, yeah yeah exactly exactly bringing that softness because it's so the the narrative around it is so harsh and hard and aggressive and it's like that's the last thing that women need and it's exactly it's like which is why I kind of what I created it like a circle so you kind of at the very beginning of the book it's like you're welcoming women into this circle and it's this space and at the end it's like closing this circle so it's like how you know yeah the creating this sort of energetic holding space within this book was my intention and um yeah my my hope to, to to for it to be of help for whoever may find it thank you um and could you just say how people could connect with you yeah um so at the moment a well a website is in progress um not yet arrived uh but i'm on um instagram as india ellen um and uh for any women that want to connect with me um then i might maybe i can write send you my email address um and i think on instagram i will be posting about when i will be running workshops next year um and i'm also uh next year beginning to offer one-to-one sessions for women that would like support in working with um ritual and herbs to yeah to support them in their process but that will be after in bulk so end of january yeah great thank you (laughs) thank you so much rooks